Welcome back to the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your host, Dan Morton, and I'm joined by my uh, uh, rescuers, my <laughs> the people who are going to dig me out of this podcast. <laughs> your T-spheres. My T-spheres. <laughs> uh, John Moltz is here. Hi, John. Hi, Dan. And Guy English is also here. I am your toy ball. <laughs> <laughs> toy ball, toy ball. They toy actually ball. get names this week, sort of. <laughs> I know, and I forgot them. It would have been nice I, that was not too, a, yeah. yeah, that reference was not. I'm not going to say it went over my head, but like I'm familiar with it, but it was not a thing that is like near and dear Before to my heart. Your time. That's like it's year of your birth kind of thing. Yeah, a little bit after, a little bit after, but close. So we're here to talk, of course, about episode 20 of season five of Arrow, which is titled Underneath. And uh, it's a bit of a departure from our usual uh, show formula. Uh, not our show formula, but their show formula. Uh, and I don't know. We have not agreed up front. Uh, <laughs> I who, did uh, last time. <laughs> I, I got some uh, notes. So but I have no notes because I right. watched it twice, but I, I watched it last night in the luxury of thinking I wasn't going to record today. But, dear <laughs> readers... I skipped out on my incredibly important job at three o'clock in the afternoon. All right, so you want to admit this. that on the air? You're going to just go ahead and say that. Yes, huh? yes, because that I, is a hilarious nice. way to get fired. Exactly, <laughs> guy. We were listening to your Arrow podcast, which we're all big fans yeah, of, yeah, but right. you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will. So I'll take this one for the team. Uh, all right, let's do a recap. So we follow basically right on the heels of the end of last week's episode where the console exploded and uh, Felicity and Oliver are sort of knocked back by it. We get Oliver uh, waking up and stumbling around and finds Felicity. Felicity is lying on the floor and says not moving won't be a problem because her chip that lets her walk. Remember, she was paralyzed last season and got a chip that let her walk. Yeah, that's not working anymore. And as a result, she concludes an EMP has knocked everything out. Why it made that console explode. I don't know. Uh, so they're trapped in the bunker because there's no no way out and nothing in the bunker that's electronic is working. Um, so Lance is at City Hall. He's trying to reach Oliver. He can't figure it out. He goes to Renee. Uh, Lance is concerned because um, because they've since Chase has been revealed as Prometheus, uh, the courts want to overturn all of his convictions. Not yeah, great. As they should. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's solid. That's not. It's not good. Don't look at that because you know. <laughs> There's some yeah. questions. Um, so Renee, I love Lance, but I'm not sure if I'm on his side with this one. You know? Oh, I mean, I don't think he. Yeah, well, I don't think there's yeah. any reason that he they shouldn't overturn the conviction. He's on cop side. Yeah, I think yeah, it's exactly. it's bad from the sense that some of those people definitely deserve to be locked up. But that's yeah. what I would actually when they, believe that he did a good job. Chase did a good job. I would, when they when they all go totally free, it, when they all go free, it's plenty of people for Team Arrow to track down next season. <laughs> um <laughs> it's the gift that keeps giving so uh it's like that prison break remember that prison break <laughs> yeah that's right they keep just you just keep having people get out um so renee can't reach oliver can't reach felicity they get in touch with curtis curtis is investigating the bunker uh and finds out that they're basically locked you know, like all the power is out in the former campaign headquarters which is still uh the the bunker camouflage um but he hears explosions from beneath which is oliver who is trying to break through the door with his explosive arrows says it's made of keltium some weird substance that basically (laughs) and i noted this and it really depressed me but oliver says nuclear um yes made me upset (laughs) he did i know it made me so upset anyways i wonder if he did that as a joke yeah maybe eh, i don't know he should have hung more of a lantern on it if he did yeah yeah um so they can't blow their way out they're still stuck here 
he's worried because even though you know felicity is like well what's the, we're locked in here and chase is clearly not coming after us and everybody else is more or less you know people he's either gone after or people who are well protected who could he possibly be going at uh and oliver says well he mentioned he sort of dangled william my son in front of me he doesn't know where he is right now but you know he's gonna find him foreshadowing uh meanwhile at the diggle home john is sleeping on the couch as a result of the argument that he and lila had last week (laughs) and they uh basically launch right back into it uh arguing about argus versus team arrow and respective moral high grounds nobody's coming out as a winner there the rest of team arrow happens to show up standing outside the door in actually what i think is kind of a funny scene including my favorite delivery from a line which is renee saying i'm sensing a lot of marital tension (laughs) but it's something about his delivery really got me on that one um so, um, uh, be- meanwhile, back down in the bunker, uh, Felicity and Oliver argue over what the best option is to try and escape. Oliver wants to go up the elevator shaft. Felicity thinks that's a dumb idea because Chase has probably planned for it, and she wants to try and find something in the base that still has power. Uh, Oliver goes up the ele- the escalator shaft and everything, or the escalator, the elevator shaft. <laughs> escalator shaft, yeah. It's, like they should have an escalator. Yeah. I, I think the escalator, you... the escalator is what uh, Malcolm Merlin knows is there and nobody else <laughs> yes. knows. secret escalator. I swear to God, this entire episode, I'm like, you know what would solve this? Phone Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm Merlin. <Yeah. laughs> just call him. You, you idiots. Look how him. easy it is to get in here. Yeah, I don't God. even think he's particularly mad at you guys right now. He'd probably help. <laughs> right. Right. I just want to picture For some reason, he's now completely evil over on the other show. But I like that. I just, in my head now, I picture Malcolm just riding down an escalator into the bunker, just looking at everybody. Like uh, like how Donald Trump announced his campaign. Exactly. And maybe just waves once. Um, And there's mall music playing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Girl from Ipanema. So uh, Oliver's up there and he's messing with selling the elevator shaft. And of course, something explodes. He falls down and impales himself on a bolt or something. Felicity, while stitching him up, basically says, I told you so a bunch of times and gives him crap again, as with the end of last week's conversation about not trusting her. Um, Can I say, wait, briefly, one thing about this uh, elevator shaft climbing? Um, <laughs> making sure I get that one right. Crucial. Uh, I love that. It looks so cool. Oh, the yeah, fall. Just the way, well, no, the way he's just climbing up, it looks really oh, okay. natural. I have a feeling it's actually just a male doing that. Looks awesome. But there's yeah. a scene in season one where he goes to investigate a bullet hole shot by Deadshot. And he just basically scales the outside of some random building in Vancouver. And it looks awesome because he's doing it in civilian clothes and he's just super mm-hmm. agile. And it's like, that is... That's superhero stuff to me. Like the way he yeah. gets right up to the top to it in no time at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that I should not be. That looked cool. You know? Yeah. That should be an easy task for a superhero. Like if I were, <laughs> if I were, uh, running like <laughs> if a, it were me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Know. Also we're a different. Story. But I was saying like, if I run like a, like a, like a role playing game where somebody's playing a superhero and they're like, I want to climb to the top of that elevator shaft. You like, you don't even yeah, make them roll for that. Even, just do you don't it. have to roll. Yeah. Just do it. You just yeah. do it. But he made it look that simple, which was great. Yeah. yeah. No, there's good. There's good stunt work in a lot of this episode. Um, so, yes, Felicity stitching Oliver back up, and they're arguing about trust. Meanwhile, Argus, uh, Lila's going to help basically get gear to break back into the bunker. Um, Felicity and Oliver realize that there is something that doesn't require an electronic chip, which is uh, Oliver's old motorcycle, which has a combustion engine, and they want to use it to basically uh, jumpstart one of the uh, the computers, I guess. Um and they want to fire out the mainframe. Meanwhile, Curtis and Renee are trying to break in to the bunker via the top of the elevator. Um, 
Dinah, meanwhile, is up there sort of monitoring the situation. He asks John about the situation with him and Lila, and she sort of brings up her partner and how they had to keep secrets from each other when they were undercover um, and how uncomfortable that was. Uh, Oliver and Felicity argue about what the deal is with Helix, um, but they do get the server to boot up from the motorcycle battery, but then it like overheats and explodes and shoots something into a pipe, which starts leaking methane why they have a pipe in the headquarters that is responsible for methane i don't know (laughs) sure why not um i wasn't sure if that was a booby trap or just something went wrong it was a pipe labeled as methane (laughs) no no the 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 methane for sure but the oh the explosion in the server yeah the bike was rigged the server is blue i or I figured it's just they really didn't specify. I'm willing to to believe that when you hook up, if you try to start your server from a motorcycle (laughs) battery, there might be some like amperage issues or something. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, Chase clearly got into the building because he planted a bomb at the top of the elevator. Right. So because last time we speculated whether or not that that flash drive was exactly hacked and by, now i'm not yeah. sure like right and nobody no, yeah i think not there is a good now. point that at some point someone asked if they thought like just um so it was like it, nobody even bothers to ask whether or not he likes double cross them right everyone just sort of runs with the fact that this is all chase mm-hmm. so yeah yeah well yeah. also uh, what i love about this episode is it's like immediate mode like nothing really matters except getting these people out of the right situation. right there is a very yeah. clear plot point uh and that's except to escape all the, except all the relationships <laughs> the relationships always matter <laughs> anyways they try to seal up the pipe with duct tape which they run out of and i was like how do you guys run out of duct tape you should have like a like you should have gone to costco you should have like bought in bulk guys come on well uh, wait it's in there they're in like a subsection by this point they've been because they went to the garage to get the bike <laughs> They're like not in the main room. That's where you should keep all your duct tape near your bike. Obviously, come on, guys. Uh, Near the methane pipe. Near the methane. Yeah, this is is why I can't scale an elevator. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They look at the plans for the bunker. Realize there's a steam tunnel, um, which they can maybe blow their way into, even though they're in a room that is full of very flammable gas. Uh, Meanwhile, Renee decides he's going to try to melt the titanium with an acetylene torch. And he starts in on it, and then Curtis realizes that uh, the whole bunker is filled with methane, manages to yank Renee out of the way, but not before getting himself some some burns. Um, Dinah suggests melting their way through with acid. Um, and meanwhile, uh, Felicity and Oliver manage to, he somehow manages to get just the right amount, like they, they figured out, Felicity does the math, they get just the right amount of explosives to blow the door open without killing themselves. I don't really get the deal with the, like, you have to shoot this at a 45-degree angle. That did not really make any sense to me. Um, no. But okay, whatever. There's a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense, but, you know, You're gonna, okay. We're going to let it's them have because it. Because yeah. my takeaway from that is that they want them to act as a team. And she did right. all the hard work of, like, getting the munition exactly balanced. And so now he's got to he show had, himself off. Yeah, unless he had something that he had to hit accurately who cares like he could just what's he what's he good at other than that yeah like what's the point (laughs) of having him do anything yeah um let's see uh they get the climbing gear and they're gonna go down into the tunnel uh meanwhile back up top uh lila shows up with a plastic box saying well maybe this will help opens it up and it turns out that argus has basically copied curtis's t-spheres and possibly improved them in some ways yeah 
It's uh, an August fun ball. Do not little, taunt August, August fun ball. A little ski. You know, Dig is kind <laughs> of pissed off about this. Uh, and Curtis is at first kind of upset, but later on we, he says that because they've like souped it up in all these ways, that they he's actually not even that mad, he says. But we'll see if that comes back. And there's more about that. Meanwhile, Oliver and Felicity climb down the steam tunnel. Unfortunately, it's another dead end. Oliver passes out. Um, and eventually, sort of, you know, he's he's back and forth because of his blood loss. And he confesses to Felicity at one point when he's kind of woozy that he did what he did because he enjoyed killing, not because of the whole thing for justice. So basically reiterating what Chase said when he tortured him. Uh, passes out again. Uh, Lila back up top gives Dig and basically tells Dig she's auditing auditing all the black sites and asks her to basically asks Dig to trust her as much as he trusts Oliver, which is kind of a good point. (laughs) Yeah, really. Um, Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Oliver wakes up as as Monty said in the the Slack. Yeah, Team Lila. Yeah, uh, yeah, Lila. Lila's. You know, there. I think there are concerns to be had about Argus, but yeah, oh, you yeah. should you Again, should have no your life. partners back. Do not do that. But <laughs> in a show about superheroes and moral gray areas, yeah, not, have your partners none back. Of this, none of this yeah. stuff should you do. Uh, yeah. All right, back down in the tunnel, Oliver wakes up and Felicity tries to talk him out of it, saying, you know, basically just Chase Chase has tortured you. Anybody would have confessed anything, uh, and he's you know kind of concerned. He doesn't know who he is uh the t-sphere blows its way into the steam tunnel and uh shows up there's a new problem though when the generator auto reboots everything will blow up unless they can turn the air vents back on and vent all the methane oliver passes oh, out skip the bit where uh, oh sorry oh, maybe you got to it now uh With oliver the, the injection pass- yeah, oh yeah i was getting there oliver they managed to like get part of the way out of the tunnel oliver passes out again uh, the T-Sphere zips up and basically pops out a needle and then Felicity comments, it looks like the Death Star interrogation droid. Um, it. It's loaded with an adrenaline. <laughs> she, Curtis says, you're going to need to inject him in the... She doesn't doesn't even finish sentence. Felicity stabs Oliver in the heart with the adrenaline, which was so some great physical acting from Stephen Amell. He's <laughs> like, whoa, yeah. yeah, okay, good. Yeah, uh-huh, let's go. <laughs> I, I like, even Lila's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy that she just went for it. Also, uh, Death Star Probe Droid on uh, May the 4th is when I think that ah good point uh would have been yeah yeah day before day before still yeah yeah any day's a good day for a star wars reference the reason i definitely wanted to mention that is a the physical acting is hilarious but she also tosses the droid aside yes and there's just this weird little foley it's even not even even in the scene but it's like a sad Mm -hmm. droid noise yes (laughs) yeah It's just Power such a down. funny, weird little moment during this like high intensity scene. I, I loved it. Yeah, I know that was a really well done scene, and I, I do special credit to Stephen Amell for doing a really good job of acting like he just got stabbed in the heart with a needle full of adrenaline. <laughs> um, Oliver sort of puts Felicity up on his back, gives her a piggyback again, and we have uh, basically Diggs trying to climb down. Oliver and Felicity are trying to climb climb up and meet each other halfway. Um, there is some great work Get from it? David Ramsey here too, where he like <laughs> jumps across a chasm and is like holding onto a ladder that keeps falling down. And then Oliver jumps across with Felicity on his back and like dig grabs them and is holding both of them with one arm and then like one <laughs> arm on the ladder. And you can believe it because David well, sure. Ramsey is so I, jacked. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. He's see, so I love jacked. That you see Oliver straining to hold Felicity up, but David Ramsey's just like 
Like, Dude, pull, you can't pull her up. Show that because it would look ridiculous. And, and of course, it can hold. <laughs> Felicity kind of nonsensically insists that Oliver drop her, and I'm like, where do you, you think that's going to happen? Yeah, um, really. And he exerts himself extremely, pulls her up, and they manage to get out of the bunker. Yeah, but she's uh, gonna be what one twenty around. I, I don't know that. I mean, I definitely couldn't do that. He's like one eighty. No, but no. I, I believe. I actually believe Stephen Amell could probably do close to that. You know. Sure. I mean, yeah. I, I, they, there was. It was a great. It was a great bit. Again, a great bit of stunt work. Um, in that in that whole scene mm-hmm. with people like holding yeah. on to things and dragging people around yeah. and jumping, and he's like carrying her around on his back the whole time. Plus, he's like bleeding profusely. So, yeah. yeah. Um, in our denouement, the team is at Argus. Dig apologizes to Lila and says, "We both work in morally gray areas, and we got to kind of like remember that." Um, Felicity's chip is working again, and uh, Dinah's like, "You got to explain that," and and Renee is like, "No, you don't. You don't want that. It's Nerdapalooza." <laughs> um. Uh, Oliver gets uh, surgery for his injury, and he's fine. And Felicity, you know, he wants to talk to Felicity. Felicity goes in. She apologizes for all the stuff that's gone down with Helix and, um, you know, all of all of the decisions she'd made in this argument and tries to, again, like, discusses who Oliver thinks he is, and she suggests he should take some time to find out what kind of person he is. Um, and then in the, uh, basically right at the end of the coda, we see a school bus driving down the street. Kid gets off and walks, and uh, Adrian Chase is there. He addresses him as William. He claims his name is Matthew, and then Chase says, I'm a friend of your father's. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, and then we have, of course, also the flashback story in this episode, which is kind of interesting in that it's a flashback that takes place basically, seems like between season four and five. They say it's, it's 11, about it says 11, 11 months ago, ago, but that's definitely yeah. before the beginning of this season so because felicity is trying to right. convince oliver to recruit people. oh yeah it's it's between seasons it's, it's, and he's yeah, got the sl- he's got the sleeveless business. he's got the sleeveless costume too because yeah. he mentions he should yeah he should put some kevlar mm-hmm. sleeves on which yes thank god because I, I never really dug the sleeveless <laughs> costume sorry didn't really work for me yeah. um and basically the, the character that's why they did the it, just, yeah they yes it. yeah right. the the up and down of this one is that essentially this is you know after their breakup but like after they've been you know dealt with damien dark and so there's some tension there they clearly still have feelings for each other curtis is like pointing this out to felicity like oh the way you know he looks at you you know you guys still clearly have some unresolved tension there and so at some point uh curtis basically sets them up by i don't know how he convinces oliver to pick up chinese food for him but that is my favorite bit in this episode that somehow (laughs) curtis has been like yes oliver green arrow please go pick up chinese food for me and Uh, oliver's grumpy about it too but he does it no but he does it curtis pulled some he pulled something on him like uh you know i'm really stuck trying to fix like there was some thing that oliver felt that he was obliged to curtis to do well i feel like call it in and oliver's kind of annoyed it's like i in my head Chinese food like you're i do owe you but but really you want me to do so wait a second in my head though it was this is after he's he's mayor Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's mayor at be, this point. He has he's every reason picking to up, be mad. He's yeah. picking up Chinese food for <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> it's great. I love it. It's my favorite. Totally unbelievable moment in this episode, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, and Curtis is, is all a ploy. He's like, "Oh wait, no, I've got date night with Paul, but there's wine in the garage." Yeah. Bye bye. And so he basically yeah. sets them up. Well, the, the plan. My my take on the plan was Curtis thought he'd be gone by the time Oliver got back. 
I mean, it doesn't so, really. Yeah, maybe doesn't the really plan matter. is Oliver walks in with Chinese food and there's wine in the thing and. Yeah, but he's got to be there to let them know there's wine there. So, anyways, the point is, they have some. Felicity and Oliver have some food. They get a little drunk. They're doing. He's trying to help her do the salmon ladder. I love that the salmon ladder is the most like continuous plot point. Yeah, it's great. Of this entire yeah. show from episode. I was one. so glad to see the salmon ladder. Again. I know yeah, it's 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 good, and it gets a quip later on where she says, "I've never been." When he's carrying her up the ladder, and he says, "She says, I've never been so glad like that you." Do the salmon ladder all do the time. The salmon ladder. Um, she has a, like, yeah, I love that. That's a running joke. Even when they're broken up, she's watching him do it and just get all. She's basically getting hot under the collar for it. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, speaking of which, too, yeah, well, hey, who wouldn't? He's. I can't do it. He's like a, just a chin up with a flourish at the end, and you're like, screw it's you, Stephen Amell. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, one thing leads to another, and they end up hooking up but at the in this sort of post-coital moment um felicity once again drags out this whole like you know you don't trust me and we can't be together because it's not that you didn't just tell me about your son but that you you don't seem to trust me and until you until i have your full trust you know i love you we can't be together and she later on a problem with your choice of words there i don't know if she drags it out so much as it occurs to her I, did I say drags it out? That's not really what... Sorry. I'm, yeah, I know. I know that's not what you meant, but it's more like... No, I mean, know, I think you're, it's a... You're evaluating it's a lingering in, in it, new eyes, and she's coming up with this idea of, like, you know, it's still not going to work out. Sure. I, I think it's the, the lingering issues is the problem here. Like, yes, there's an exactly. underlying like, lingering issue. Great. We get along really well, and obviously... We, we have chemistry, yeah. etc. but yeah. this is a fundamental issue that prevents exactly. us from being together as a real relationship is this trust issue. And then, you know, the next day she sort of comes in and obviously they acknowledge they were both kind of drunk and she apologizes for that. But he's like, no, you're not wrong about this. Um, And she, you know, apologizes also, I think, which is nice for the walk when she walks out on him in season four. I was Uh, very happy about that. She's like, look, I walked out. That was wrong. And it was wrong. Yeah. And we didn't like as far as we know, that was the end of it. Right. Exactly. These are issues sucked. That was just. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's basically where we are in terms of the episode plot. And I think, you know, segueing into the discussion of it, I think you're totally right. Like no one, none of us thought that Oliver should have kept the existence of his son from her. We all thought that was a stupid manufactured plot point that said, You know, it also felt equally sort of dumb that, you know, she just walked out and that was the end. So, so that scene betrayed two things. It, it betrayed uh, whatever relationship they had been building with him in that previous season. But it also betrayed the plot line of her uh, inability to, to walk. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for, a, for a cheap sort of For a cheap obvious, sort of like, now yeah. that I can walk, I'm walking right, out on right. you. And yeah. it's like... <laughs> this chip yeah, is made yeah. for walking. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm glad that this episode addressed both of those. It brought back the... Yeah. Uh, uh, her uh, loss of motor ability in her legs. I'll, yeah. Albeit way too briefly, because I, I think that's something that's worth exploring. Uh, and it brought back just how stupid an ending that was. And I, this really buttoned that up nicely enough for me that I'm, I'm willing to forgive previous yeah, grievances. Yeah. Well, you know? and that's what, that's what this episode did as a whole, I think. And, and did that not just, I mean, well, I mean, going back that far, but also going back to the previous episode. So we talked about a bunch of stuff last week that happened. And this dealt with a lot of those issues that we talked about that, we didn't, that I didn't like about last week's episode. Yeah. And I've said this to you privately, John. 
I love you. But <laughs> I have said that. But they sure. can't. But you but, can't be with him but, because he doesn't trust you. I don't. Yeah, he just doesn't trust me with his secrets. I um, told you about my son. You did. <laughs> you did. Awesome. Every every week uh, he comes up at least once. Yeah, that's true. And your dog and Karen. <laughs> right, yeah, right. You can hear him. He's up there right now. Yeah, I've got to come meet your family. Anyway, there's that. Um, but also, I was saying that like. When we do this show, I'm mostly excited just to talk about a silly TV show and crack jokes with you guys. Yeah. And you're more analytical about the actual show. <laughs> uh, but this episode is actually good. I, I yeah. I think it's yeah. worth pointing out. Yeah. I, I, Joking yeah, as aside, I, said, I think this as is I said, just a good episode. Yeah. yeah. As I said to you, I think this is my favorite episode in quite some time, actually. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, you know, and it doesn't really deal that much with the bad guy or anything. You know, it just deals with the characters and it does so in a way i mean like we've seen them get stuck places before the two of them um there's that's i can't even remember when that was oh no that's that's laurel that's laurel that he gets stuck with but we've seen oliver get stuck with somebody someplace before that's and the only way oliver can get laid is like that's right. <laughs> trapped, trapped in a the only way you can talk about his emotions um <laughs> he has to be stuck in a box of emotion um <laughs> But but it's felt like I mean it felt kind of fresh compared to the stuff that we've seen of late. Well, and it's I nice agree. too because again, as I think we've talked about over the past couple seasons, what is mostly good about the way they handle the relationships and the romantic relationships on this show is that they mostly feel adult, like not just like adult, you know, in terms of the themes, but like they act like adults in resolving yes. their problems. And yeah, adults make yeah. stupid decisions. Just yeah. like anybody else, but it's, it, you know, it's when they sit down and talk about these things and it's not just hammering the same points over and over again as much that I feel like there's the room for them to resolve this in a way that is feels much less soapy than some of the other superhero shows where the relationships <laughs> feel <laughs> much more juvenile. Yeah. Yes. And we love you, Joe West. Um, <laughs> but both of these couples, Lila and, and Diggle, I almost admire the way they argue like they're they argue like too hardened like those people have been to war they have there's a fundamental trust and in that each one is saying what each one means you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. there's no game manipulation it's just like this is what i mean this is what you mean yeah we can't really meet until uh a lila calls him out on his hypocrisy (laughs) effectively and provides him with a list of like an audit of like here's everything I've done. Do mm-hmm. you want any more? Like right, any right. Come I'm let me know. I'm still handling every this. single one of those to you. Yeah, I mean, and, I, I I agree with you, and I, I'm really relieved too because I expressed the last week's show when they started going down this road again with Lila and Dig that I was worried that this was setting up like her to get killed or something because like where else do you go with it? And yeah, they they okay. just resolved it in an adult fashion that had yeah. drama but was not like melodramatic, yeah. and that was great. <laughs> Imagine that. It's <laughs> wonderful. And you know what? Even um, with Felicity and Oliver, I feel that there was a similar dynamic in that he's stubborn and bullheaded. And I at least get like a little bit back of like, oh, he's a dick. Like, he get, he's a bit of a dick. He just goes and climbs the elevator shaft. Mostly because it's like, hey, I can just climb an elevator shaft without taking a sweat, so I'll go, I'll go do that. I don't it's even something have to, I do. Yeah. It's what I do. I can either sit here and think, or I can just go climb something tall and yeah, dangerous, I mean, and I'll, that's what I'm going to go do. He, he, Oliver will never not address a problem with shooting an arrow at it if that is an option. I know, and I love that about the character. I really do, because it's boring to have a perfect char- character. 
But when he's injured and she's fixing him up, he's basically like, yeah, okay, that was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? He's like, yeah. How many times have I told you, I told you so? He's like, I don't know, a lot. And yeah. he's not, he's not <laughs> arguing with her. He's not even getting defensive. He's just like, yeah, well, yeah. I did what you told me was dumb and I got blown up, fell, <laughs> fell through floors and now stabbed in the back. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Lila. This little Lila Diggle thing was was particularly good, I think, because they they got mad at each other and they acted mad at each other for a while. Like, and then and then yeah. she comes, you know, kind of comes stomping back, still kind of mad, but wanting to fix it mm-hmm. and sh- yeah. still show him that he's wrong. Um, and she, she does, and then quit. he finally realizes, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. She also <laughs> never quit her commitment to the team. Both of those characters, when stuff was going down. They were having conversations, and when something uh, immediate would come up, it would yeah. be dropped, and they would go. Right. Like, mm-hmm. when they're having right. that fight, and the, the Scooby gang shows up at the door. Uh, <laughs> when they discover that, like, Oliver Queen is, like, the, the bunker's been compromised, they're both like, okay, well, let's go. There's trouble at the mill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. They both just lassied that up, you know? But... Um, but I loved it when, when, you know, they're coming up with a list of equipment and she's like, yeah, just text it to me. Yeah, right. Back. Yeah, I don't really right, know why right. Argus didn't just send basically a, a team of engineers. A whole team of people. Yeah, right. Although right. maybe the location of the bunker is supposed to be secret from the <laughs> but Everybody like, knows. Everybody at Argus seem seems like to know it. who all of them are because yeah. they all are at, like right. in plain clothes at the end at Argus. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But it, I mean, like they're still trying to do what they can. And the fact that I, yeah. I find it interesting i like the plot development that argus basically was like yeah we copied your technology because we keep an eye on that sort of thing um because it kind of makes sense and it doesn't make sense like it also kind of works with diggle like diggle is not he's not he's wrong not to trust lila but he's not wrong that argus is kind of morally questionable right like that has been a problem of argus since day one and that's not like it's also a problem of team arrow absolutely i mean obviously we're dealing with that from our uh, viewers perspective but our whole yeah. show this whole show is about like they like he says at the end we all deal in morally gray areas exactly. and that's kind of the point of the show is like nobody is yeah. like 100 yeah. percent good even in like among the heroes but we've been we've been on an upswing there um which is nice because like you know this is a lot i i like that oliver has remained committed to his sort of like more optimistic and open version of his character this year right like even when he's getting injured um, or yeah, even when he has that too. conversation in the flashbacks and, and Felicity's like, you know, I'm sorry that we got drunk and, you know, we had that argument or whatever. And he's just very gracious about it. Right. Like he's he it's a yeah. it's a nice tack for that character to take. And it's been consistent. We haven't seen as much of a relapse this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if we do go back to season one and, and never do this show. Uh, <laughs> we will definitely like the arc of Oliver's character is being. Pretty great so far, like he is so drastically different now than he was in season one or two. Yeah. Even two when he's trying to be a nice guy. When he's trying to be a nice guy in season two, he's, Dolly is a dick. Here, (laughs) he's like, I don't think we've seen him this beaten up almost ever. He he got the snot kicked out of him this time. Uh, (laughs) But he's still pretty, he's always nice. He's never lashing out. And he, I don't know, he just takes things in stride. And I like that character group. I like that it's, it's you know, because the fundamental ending question of this is, what kind of person are you? And I kept expecting Felicity to tell him, like, oh, I know what kind of person you are. 
but she kind of leaves it for him to figure out and i think it's yeah. it's cool because you look at the arc of him this season and you realize he's not that person and he's not a per- like the fact that he's worrying this much about whether or not he enjoys killing people is a signal that he has evolved right like if he wasn't worrying about it that would be far darker yeah i think they've mm-hmm. done a good job dragging him along um one thing that i i, I had this in my notes to say in a previous episode but uh the WGA, the Writers Guild of America, was uh, seemed like they were going to strike for a while. Uh, I think all of the episodes went the cans, or when yeah, they immediately I, affected us. Writers' strikes always suck. Uh, I totally... One thing that... The reason I did want to mention it is that we always just talk about the writing. Like, the mm-hmm. you know, most of our show is talking about the writing and the way the characters interact. And... Uh, you know, I think they've been doing a tremendous, really great job, and I'm I'm glad that the uh, the strike got sorted out. But if we had a hilariously bad last four episodes because the writers <laughs> went on strike, it would have sucked. It would have been that season where your sports team makes it to the playoffs. Oh man, this happened and to then the, just crumbles. Well, yeah, like, yeah, I wouldn't know 90s. anything about that. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it just you know you make it to the playoffs and then it just everything crumbles or the league goes on strike and it would suck but i would still you know you got to support the writers i know a couple of professional yeah. writers and they you know they're not they're not jerks <laughs> <laughs> anyway that that aside yeah. i this episode in particular I, really stands out to me i think they did a great job well yeah me too yeah i i agree as well and for an episode that is kind of a bottle episode but you know you can argue about what exactly that is but it you know yeah. it's it's all set in the bunker it's nice because the bunker does come out feeling very threatening like when it's all dark and everything right like yeah. they do a nice job of dressing the set in such a way <laughs> that it seems like an alien you know a that's, different that's environment. The nice thing i want to call out is the light just the the mirror lighting changed to i like the like, purple lighting yeah that's i kind of dug and that blue lighting was like this is just a different place yeah it exactly feels subtle stuff but it's nice. the wrong yeah. it's the wrong place yeah yeah, yeah. um the, i mean the thing is like there are so many ridiculous things that happen in this episode that i think i normally would would call out but because everything else is so good i don't i just don't i don't even care it's all the all the stupid stuff is <laughs> yeah. in service of stuff that works and that yeah that's yeah. fine that's a, i right. think what we I mean, expect like, from like, our comic like book apparently, shows you know, they, they, you know, they say there's only like five hours of oxygen in there and then they go in this this hour-long crawl through this vast sprawling yeah. <laughs> under underground metropolis and it's like You're like there's way more there than, was more than five more hours air, of oxygen yeah. in there i don't understand the geography of it at all <laughs> There's three it's enormous. Keep, keep it's exposing so big. more and more of it. It's They're so holding, big. Uh, he's holding Felicity like a good enough drop, like two story drop. It looks like above a spinning fan. <laughs> yeah, obviously not good. <laughs> and their reaction is like, well, turn off the fan. It's like she's <laughs> she's still going to be in hurt. trouble. Yeah, still really yeah. gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fall will kill you. Um, yeah, so I, the I don't fan, know. The fan will just make sure you have a closed casket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I really appreciate that they take the time, took a breather. Yeah, no, fixed, I agree. Fixed mistakes that I think. Yes. Uh, to be honest, I'm glad they fixed them, but I'm almost more glad that they realized that they'd made them. Well, and then the, you always oh, yeah, have a question yeah. of... If that makes mistakes. If there is always sense, a question, you know. too, of... And this is a thing I see uh, people complain about a lot in just TV shows in general. 
And it's important, you know, there are distinctions between making a mistake and also making a, a, a conscious choice to have your characters do something that is stupid or bad. Yeah. <laughs> but is, you know, you know, there is stuff that is done on purpose and there is stuff that is not that is done on purpose in a like kind of a i don't want to say lazy way but like was this a stuff that they realized went later back was a mistake or was it stuff that they did thinking and we'll explain later on how the ramifications of this go i don't know i don't know how far ahead they plan that kind of thing but you know here's the thing when like when the show goes off the air after season seven or eight or whatever it is and we start going back to the beginning again we'll start bringing on the writer staff and ask them what the hell were you thinking (laughs) with this racial girl stuff don't do that yeah really stop it stop it (laughs) not compelling all right two questions going forward because we only have three episodes left in the season (laughs) hard as it is to believe uh let's start with the immediate plot threat uh adrian chase presumably grabbing oliver we've got three episodes left you have a feeling on how that shakes out i think they get the kid back (laughs) that's a bold choice (laughs) i'm gonna go out on a limb <laughs> and say they get the kid back. The kid, really? is, the kid is not does not have his throat slit. Really? You don't think they're going to murder a child? I don't know. I they keep... did, they, he skinned that one guy earlier in the season, that's, that's so I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I keep it's more of a it's more of a limb than I than I maybe keep... I considered. But oh, I keep yeah. waiting for the eventuality where we're going to have to have a major arc about Oliver being a father, and I feel like that could happen next season. Yeah, yeah, and I f- uh, so some of the writing in this episode maybe feel that uh, that was not Felicity's problem with it. It was that she wasn't trusted with the knowledge. Right, absolutely. And I think, but, but even, like, I mean, Curtis even brings it up. Like, what you want to think about him having sex with another woman? She's like, <laughs> no, but <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's again, as you know, growing up part of the show, that's not the end of the world. It's. It's adults. Adults happen. Yeah, adults. You know, Um, but yeah. So like the issue isn't. It's not William. Right. Right. My point being more to the point of like having William become a bigger element of the show in the sense that I could easily envision a scenario where Chase kills William's mother and Oliver. Sick of women getting killed on these. I agree with that, and that's not my point. My point is that there's a. There is a plot eventuality in theory where Oliver has to take a more active role in his son's life. I think that yes, could, that I mean, is a that, possibility uh, of something that might I'd, happen. I'd be cool with that. I mean, maybe they just move back to Star City. Sure. You know, I'm, I wasn't saying that so much as a, like, this has to happen, just so much as, like, an eventuality that forces Oliver to be like, oh, man, now I've really got it. Like, in the same way that he stepped up and became mayor, like, it's about becoming an adult, right? Like, yeah, and about he's a really shitty mayor. <laughs> he's probably going to be a really crappy dad too just so we're he's clear horrible. Yeah, he, really. I, it, well look I, look who his you know his yeah. role models were yeah, yeah there are no his good parents role models were for, not great either. there are no good parenting even i mean lance is pretty he has his moments but he's also you know he had his own challenges um we also have still so, have a lot of players in the wind uh thea is still away and i think it has been said that she'll show up before the end of the season um uh, 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 Rory still in the wind. Uh, Evelyn we haven't seen in a while. Um, so there's basically there's still I some. A, I have a working theory. Uh, 
And not a, not, I, this one's honest to God because I respect <laughs> this episode so much. I'm not going to make jokes about the theory. But the, um, this episode resolved around, revolved around trust. Um, our characters resolve their issues around trust, uh, both couples. In the, you know, going back to the past is sort of patch stuff up. Um, I think going forward, and it's, really this whole season has been like, Oliver learning to trust his teammates and things coming and mm. going apart. And at this point, I think they're kind of congealed. Um, and I think ultimately it's going to come down to trust is going to sort of win the day and in, in the final confrontation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. sure. Uh, so I've seen, we've seen a spoiler reel for the, not a spoiler reel, but like a, you know, the promo reel. Uh, do we talk about that on this show? I don't think we had mentioned it at present. Yeah, because I don't want to. I don't want to spoil our readers, and some of our readers don't want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. But I I think there's elements that are going to come together that revolve around how people trust each other and how they have sort of betrayed that trust in the past, and that's ultimately going to bring together. a, sort of a, it's. I think that's going to pry resources away from uh, Chase and mm-hmm. solidify Oliver as being a good person, which is ultimately kind of what this episode was about. Yeah. No, and I agree. Right. I think that a lot of it's going to be. We've seen a lot of the, a lot of the confrontations in the past have dealt with. At the end of the day, it's Oliver versus the bad guy. And it's it's yeah. it's Oliver's show, so it's always going to be him in the forefront. But I think we're going to see much more of the finale this year being about Oliver and the team, you know, Team Arrow taking like working as a team to defeat the adversary, yeah. rather than just being like Oliver's like I got to do this alone, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the I, only I, yeah. that's where I the growth comes that in. <laughs> doesn't we don't start next year with Oliver being alone again? <laughs> Yeah. reset it uh and speaking of that yeah. to, to jump on to the oliver being alone again my next question for you is where do you think this leaves oliver and felicity uh, well here's my my take on that for a long time even before they were dating is that uh these two people love each other and that comes and goes depending on the circumstances and they are in incredibly weird and pressurized circumstances right so uh i don't know you can you can be with somebody and break up with them and still love them, and that's fine. And I, that's what I got out of the present day of this episode. Like, she comes yeah. and she's holding his hand. You know what? They, they were engaged. Mm-hmm. And he's in a hospital, and they obviously love each other. So that's fine. That doesn't mean that they need to be together. That's a different thing. Uh, but the, the tenderness, I don't think, necessarily needs to lead into something else. Not necessarily, although, no. Although maybe it's yeah. just because I'm an old dude. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a CW show, so what do I know? Yeah, like, exactly. That's the yeah. thing. I mean, I think they can they could slow burn it and then, you know, have it be yeah. a series finale thing. But. See, I, 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 I come down on the other side of it is because, again, I want to see... There are ways to create, and I think Lila and Dig exemplify this in this episode, there are ways to create drama between mm-hmm. a couple other than will mm-hmm. they, won't they, and yes. having Oliver and Felicity be in an adult relationship and have to deal with problems as adults that aren't like, it's not like, you know, you can have an argument with your partner and be like, you know what? 
like we got to step aside for like a minute like as lila and dig do and like deal with some other problems yeah or we gotta yeah. like take a breather think about this and come back together like i like watching adults in relationships yeah, right. deal with problems right. because it feels like it not everything is apocalyptic we're either together or we're not yeah. based on this issue yes mm-hmm. i agree and i i'm 100% positive if you go back and listen to our <laughs> previous sorry if you go back and read our previous books <laughs> our articles well the print the printouts of the transcripts the tra- yeah the, the transcripts are, the, are yeah, tomes, very thorough tomes. Yeah, that, that are we had print, we, we had print out a dot, dot matrix it's dot matrix <laughs> and mail, <laughs> and mail to our fans. i went straight to monks but dot matrix is way better yeah um i believe that like every time we celebrated the the Oliver and Felicity relationship was because they were acting like adults. Yes. Yep. Yes. Which yeah. Which is and which is why I would like. We're yeah. Grown up, but yeah, yeah. I would be fine right. with it if they get to, together and they can handle it like grown ups. Yeah. Go. Yeah, and to Dan's point, I think too many. Sh- they're t- like all the shows, you know, and all the you know in the comic books and everything. Like it's just like constant flux. Nothing lasts forever, yeah. and it would be nice to have things that do. <laughs> Right. The, I, the, I, I, I would like to see them set up in a way that is not just a, about breaking them apart again. And I would like to have it not be like, let's wait until the end of the series and like put that yeah, as a capper I, I, and they go off yeah. in the sunset because right. I find that unsatisfying. It's like, yeah. I, I do want yeah. it. Like, yeah, okay. Do I, sh- do I ship it? Yeah, sure. I ship it. But like in a sense of, we they've been yeah. together and apart. That's fine. But I, I would like to yeah. see that dynamic of their relationship just sort of you know progress and evolve and i think that's yeah. it's also central to oliver's character to admit like i can be with somebody and we can be if not like we're not going to be a storybook happy all the time but like it will be good for both of us right so right that right. i would yeah. like to see that going into the next season i think it would be interesting to explore yeah. that yeah and you too. could i, I mean, mean it was going to be her or laurel right yeah i mean yeah god i i'm kind of hoping they don't bring black back black siren just to like i've re- i've reformed and now i want a relationship with oliver because i would i would jump no, I off a too. very tall and bridge you know what i that. really like uh dinah yeah she's awesome in this episode we didn't mention her enough i'm glad she's gonna be a season regular next year mm-hmm. i don't sorry if that's a spoiler but she's great just the way she gets along with all of the team members Yep, and I Amazing. think we we stand to be. I able think she's to good. Like, I don't I don't like yeah. her quite as much as you guys do yet, but yeah. I don't. Okay, I, I certainly don't have great. anything I mean, against yeah. her, and I'm looking forward to them. You know, kind they'll, of fleshing they'll her flesh her out. out right, exactly. All I've felt against her, and I've said this before, is the way she was introduced. After that, yes, you know, right, fine, and that's not her fault. It's not no. certainly not the actress's fault. So. No, yeah, so no, she's I'm, great. I'm looking forward yeah. to her being. Uh, her role being expanded and her background being fleshed out as well. I think that'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you uh, know what they didn't do this episode, which uh, I noticed? Did anybody ask for a room? Exactly. <laughs> they didn't ask. They couldn't. They didn't. Exactly. Uh, can, like we they the be, can we have the bunker? Can we have the bunker all to I, ourselves, please? I really feel like there should be like a recurring segment. <laughs> like, because they had multiple times where they like they had to break out into little study groups and uh, never anybody asked for the room. Uh, Lila gave Diggle a look at one point, and they went inside. Like, there was always these like, <laughs> little like, moments like, where they can broke we, can out. We not ha- can we not have the room? <laughs> can we not? Exactly. <laughs> can you get us it. out of this room? Yeah, because yeah. I am I am convinced that the writers know that. I think they wrote that as a crutch, and they're just they're, they're playing with it now. Yeah. yeah, and now I think they're like, okay, this one would look. We mean business yeah. on this one, so let's not. Let's re-examine the crutches and just not do any of that. You know? Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Any last thoughts before we wrap up? No, I'm just, I'm really glad they did this episode. Me too. Because now I feel like, you know, we've had, I feel like a lot of things have been cleared up. And so we got three more episodes and I'm set, I'm set for like action for three more episodes. Yeah. I feel like what's great about this is that it's now, I think this season in general, I think we've all agreed has been really good. And so the real, well, the only remaining question is, can they stick the landing? I think that's, and that's a great position to be in. I feel like going into the last three episodes of this. Yeah, exactly. And Greg, uh, Mr. B, as you like to be called, because I, I know you're listening. Um, it's Berlanti. <laughs> reading. He's it's reading. Berlanti to you readers. Yeah, he's reading. Uh, no, he gets to listen. He gets he's the, actually on the oh, okay. I thought you were saying he gets the printouts every day delivered <laughs> every, to his office. Well, yeah, every week. Here, too, here you go, sir. Mr. Berlanti, sir. Um, here is the printout from the Speedy Arrowcast. More like this. Yeah. Break, break the format. Oh, yeah, definitely. Invest in it. Absolutely. Believe in yourselves. Yeah. This is awesome it's probably really cheap and you know what we didn't have to say fight 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 even once and i think this was probably one of the most action-packed episodes we've got yep yeah 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 yeah, right right nice job good job everybody take take five five yeah (laughs) can i have the room anybody so are you guys watching the flush (laughs) let's uh let's let's leave that one aside for our friends over at the the flashcast uh and we will be back next week to discuss episode 21 which is called honor thy fathers which i feel like is one of those titles no it's sins of the father is the one that you have to have in like every single tv show that runs more than like three seasons right, right. are we right. still doing the springsteen stuff first few seasons <laughs> oh were, like, I springsteen i don't think so yeah like, like, there was there honor was thy father is i believe a springsteen song is it there was one in well, every he, season it right? turns out you can do it by mistake because he's got eight million songs. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, but it's possible. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Well, and then we will—we've uh, got three episodes left, so we'll uh, we'll wrap up the season pretty soon. But in, until then, uh, thanks, John Moltz, for being here. Thank you, hey, Guy English. Always a pleasure. Dear readers, give us the room, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Oh, wait, I haven't, I haven't told you guys this, but I mean, make sure you're recording, okay? And okay. you may want to bleep this bit. Hey, Siri. <laughs> set the scene for Oliver Queen. Okay, your humble abode is ready for Oliver Queen. Everything is green in my house now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why does your, your, and you don't have speakers that play dun 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 I don't, I haven't gone as far as you with your Star Trek Red Alert thing, but there you go. Next move. Now I'm sitting in the dark and it's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. You're ready.